Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode number 13 of the Modern Classrooms Project podcast. I'm Kareem Farah, co-founder and CEO of the Modern Classrooms Project. I'm here joined with co-host Kate Gaskill. Hi, everybody. And Zach Diamond. Hey, everyone. How's it going? And this episode is going to be a little unique. Uh, we're coming up on Thanksgiving break, and we wanted to take a step back for a moment and just think about what we're thankful for. The year has been such a busy, crazy, stressful time for educators, for leaders, and we wanted to take a moment to step back and talk about some of the things that we're thankful for even through this crisis and some of the incredible things we've seen from educators, from students, and from administrators as they navigate this moment. During this episode, we also wanted to take the time to lift up the voices of educators, particularly who've made the Modern Classrooms Project happen in their classrooms. We're going to be hearing from several teachers, Modern Classrooms mentors, school and district administrators in this episode. They're going to share a little bit about what they're thankful for, especially during this really, really challenging time. I don't think I've ever seen a year where teachers have been so ready for Thanksgiving break. Am I right, Zach? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, the year has gone by really fast in some ways, but everybody's exhausted. Kids are exhausted. Teachers are exhausted. And it's it's been a tough year. Um, I don't know how else to put it. And we're ready for break. Yeah. And Zach, can you talk a little bit about what's kept you going? I mean, you're of the three of us. You're the only one that's currently still in the classroom. Like, how have you sort of gotten the energy every single day to work through the challenges that are in front of you and kind of stay inspired and stay moving? You know, I have enjoyed distance teaching more than I think other teachers have. I mean, there's definitely benefits to not having to commute. I can just get up. I can do things in my house in the morning um, and I can get myself like mentally prepared without having to also prepare my classroom and, you know, get to school and all that stuff that I I'm realizing now is sort of a burden on me as a teacher. Um, And, you know, the kids also, they chat with me so much more freely and openly than they talk with me. And it's really, it's very funny. Like funny things happen. And I'm actually like really and truly having fun in a way that I have never felt uh, as a teacher before. I mean, I've always enjoyed teaching, even when I was teaching traditionally, because kids are fun. Like they're fun people to hang out with. But, But now... You know, when we say that kids are digital natives, I think that it really, you know, it doesn't mean that they're great with the tech that we give them always, but it does mean that they're very comfortable chatting uh, in the chat modality, right? And that has been just fun, just real fun. And I look forward to, to you know, opening up my Zoom meeting and letting in kids and see what weird things they chat at me. Um, and and that's that's definitely one of the things that keeps me going and gets me excited, honestly, to teach every day. Zach, that point about the chat is so interesting to me. I was talking to a teacher just this week and we were, um, they were saying something to the effect of like, I wish we could keep the chat Yeah. when we go back to physical school. It's a really good check for understanding tool. Uh, again, kind of kids, sometimes many of our more introverted students who maybe won't turn on their cameras or, you know, pipe up on the microphone, they will put it in the chat. And it's, it's, It's so interesting to see, uh, you know, educators will find a way, teachers will find a way to make kids, you know, to make kids feel at home, to get kids learning. And, you know, our students, our students find ways. Yeah. And I mean, I think this all sort of reminds me of just why teachers are such a fascinating and powerful group of people. Because ultimately, like what keeps educators going, just like you said, Zach, it's honestly what I miss the most from not being an educator is the students. Like regardless of what happens, regardless of how traumatizing a crisis is or how challenging the moment is, 
Like you still go back to your kids, whether you're going to them in the virtual space, you're going to them in person, like those students are in front of you. And in some ways it's incredibly grounding in other ways. It just reminds you of why you're there every single day. I, I remember being an educator and when crises would happen at the school building and I would sort of like wonder what to do next and how are we going to make it through? And then you just kind of walk into the classroom and your 25 creative, interesting students are there and you're like, oh, this is how we're going to make it just us together kids just trying to figure out how we're going to, you know, go to the next step, learn something new, enjoy the moment, feel inspired. I always found that to be so incredibly profound about being a teacher, but it's also what's so inspiring about being able to work with educators and hear from educators is every single day they're driven by the kids. Like that never changes. Absolutely. My, I've mentioned it before in the podcast, my mom taught for 40 plus years in a public school. And she always used to say that this is the best job in the world because no matter what happens, district mandates, new state laws, uh, whatever, you know, new professional developments, the, you know, no matter what, you're always going to close the door and be with your students. And, you know, kids are, they're always going to keep us, they're always going to keep us young a little bit. I think public school teachers, you know, uh, all teachers really were, were optimists because, because of the energy that young people give us. And because we, we're constantly pouring ourselves into them because it's just, they're so worth it. Every, every, and every day they remind you of that. Like this job is so worth it. Yeah. This, this evening, a student G chatted me a picture that he had Photoshopped of um, the sun shining, but the sun was a tomato. And this is because we, we've, one of my students was talking about her mom's work and it had these initials and then kids started coming up with random things the initials might stand for. And one of them was something like big tomato sun. And now they're all sending me these tomato sun pictures. Like it's just fun. I teach middle school. That might not, (laughs) might not happen in a high school, but you know, it's just fun. It's fun. They're fun people. I got one of the best um, messages recently. I I got back on Instagram after a couple years of like a social media detox. And, you know, I've been able to connect with some former students who graduated and are living their lives now. And there was a student, uh, I remember him quite well. I was particularly worried about him. Um, he was, you know, at risk of not graduating for a while. And he was just one that I, I always wanted to kind of keep an eye on when he was in the building. And I got the best message, uh, you know, friend require, like somebody request to follow me on Instagram, go to my messages. And I just see, hey, Ms. Gaskell, I made it with a smiley face. And I go and I, ch- I check his account and he's living in California and he's doing great. And my heart was just so happy. Um, and it's just the joy that the, our students bring us. It, it, there's nothing like it. Well, and I also think one of the most refreshing things and inspiring things about working with students, and I think we hear this from our educators, is they're incredibly honest. Mm-hmm. Which is also very interesting in a time where it feels like everyone is trying to sort of figure out what the next right move is. And it's a lot of saying the right thing that isn't necessarily practical, right? We say things about synchronous versus asynchronous instruction. And how do you use these types of class schedules? And are we still going to grade, grade, provide grades? And how are quarters going to end? And kids are just so incredibly honest, right? They're so real about their moment. They're so real about the challenges they're facing. And it doesn't really matter sort of what system or structure is layered on top of that. Like ultimately, the kids are going to decide whether those things work and whether they need to change. And I think that is so refreshing. I miss it so dearly, being able to just hear what the kids think about what's going on. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, kids, kids are the best feedback to if something is working in the classroom or if it's not. Absolutely. Every single time. I always wanted to hear from them. And even when I visited classrooms back when we could do that, um, they were always the people I could speak to, right? Like I always would walk into a modern classroom for the first time and I just went straight to the kids and asked them questions. And they gave the most logical and best feedback every single time. It was fascinating. I, I remember you coming into my classroom and and that was always the first thing you do is you'd find a student to talk to, Kareem, and ask them, you know, what they're working on. This is self-paced. So where in this unit are you? What do you think of this? Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and dive into some of these awesome voice notes? I'm excited to hear from our teachers and our stakeholders. We, you know, we at the Modern Classrooms Project, we just believe teachers learn best from other teachers. We love lifting up teacher voice and you know, when we were asking people for for voice notes for what they were thankful for this year, I was so happy um, when this first one came in because uh, this one's from a former colleague of mine, Matt James, who is at my school. And um, he was a modern classrooms educator like myself, and he was a really great thought partner. And, you know, leaving, uh, leaving Eastern, leaving my school, it felt kind of like in leaving my students sort of felt like leaving my heart behind a little bit. And it was really, really good to hear his, to hear his voice in this first voice note that we'll play for you. My name is Matt James. I'm a social studies teacher at Eastern Senior High School in Washington, D.C. And this Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for a couple of things. To begin with, I'm thankful to be a mentor in the Modern Classrooms Project because it gives me the opportunity to meet with a diverse group of educators from all across the country who have their own strengths and bring something new to the table and get to have these great in-depth conversations about student achievement and engagement, which make my classroom better. And I, I hope it makes theirs better as well. And I'm also thankful, even though COVID has taken away a lot, has raised a lot of obstacles to students engaging in school community I have been fortunate and I'm thankful that I've been able to grow my school's digital community. I am the esports coach and the game club sponsor, and I am thankful that students still want to be part of a school community. I have grown, we have grown our club tremendously because students still want to be part of it. They want to feel connected to the school in a way just beyond the classroom. And so I'm thankful that I get kids that want to reach out every day and compete in esports, and they want me to check their grades, they want to go to tutoring, they want to be accountable to a team, and they want to be connected to their school in a positive way. It allows me to continue to support the whole student, and I am thankful that, student, that kids are still interested in that, despite all these challenges. Oh, I love imagining our our kids at Eastern, Kareem, um, and how how Mr. James is is keeping them keeping them accountable with the incentive of esports, which I had to learn was a video game club, so they can still participate in that remotely. They take it very seriously, and I always would love the fact that I could get kids on task um, once I knew they were in esports. And next, we get to hear from God. I love this episode already. It's uh, just full of love. Um, we get to hear from Tavia next. Tavia was on our podcast a few weeks ago, actually, uh, when Emily, Tavia, and I talked about student collaboration. And it, uh, this is, she is such a wise educator and I loved, I love hearing the joy that Tavia gets from her kids in school. 
My name is Tavia Clemidora, and I teach at Reedsville High School in Reedsville, North Carolina. And I have so much to be thankful for this year, despite COVID and this pandemic. First, I'm extremely grateful for the opportunities that have been awarded to me through uh, the Modern Classroom Program. I have met lots of teachers that I have learned from and I hope that have learned from me. Um, I'm also grateful for uh, all of my students, all of my students that are showing up on the day-to-day basis and putting their best foot forward, even though I know it's hard and at times can be very overwhelming. I am so proud of their perseverance and continuing to trudge in this uphill battle with no end in sight. Um, So I'm very grateful that they have not given up. They are still trying to put their best foot forward and be the stellar students that I know they can be. Uh, It brings me joy to see um, students still doing well, and it brings me joy to come to work and be able to come to work every day and see people in the same boat that I'm in. Uh, we have formed more of a camaraderie around here and we are all willing to extend hands and help each other out. And it brings me joy to see that we can all lean on each other in this time of extreme uncertainty. All in all this Thanksgiving, I hope that all teachers across everywhere uh, recognize that they are important and that they matter and that there are more people that are thankful for what we do than we realize So I want to wish everyone a very, very happy Thanksgiving and enjoy your time off and let's finish this semester strong. Tavia for president. (laughs) Yeah, I I love hearing from Tavia. I think she's just so wise and so down to earth. You know, Tavia, she, she echoed what Matt James said about being grateful for her students and that really resonated with me. But she also mentioned that she's grateful for these connections she's forming with other teachers through the Modern Classrooms Mentorship Program. She and I are both mentors. And that also resonated with me because I feel like I'm learning more from the the mentees that I work with than I'm teaching them, honestly. Like, teachers have such interesting ideas. And the more we share and the more we talk to each other, the more we learn from each other. And that's something to be thankful for, too. Uh, We did get a bunch of other voice memos from teachers who said similar things that they're grateful for the connections they've been able to make with other teachers. So here's one of them from a teacher named Alicia Cordero. My name is Alicia Cordero, and I teach at T.C. Williams High School. While this year has been difficult and presented many challenges, and we at T.C. Williams are still virtual, some of the aspects of teaching that have brought a lot of joy and gratitude every day is um, the openings to all my virtual classes I play music that sometimes the kids drag me for or really enjoy, or sometimes they'll turn on their cameras and show me that they're dancing or sing along. Um, The collegiality between my department members uh, is always something that really gives me just a sense of humbling and a sense of just esteem and, and real thanks and gratitude for being in this particular English department. And then, you know, having found the modern classroom and being a modern classroom fellow and working with my colleagues, um, Bernadette Desario and Taryn Edwards, and just being able to collaborate with them on student interactions and how we're using materials. And it's been really just a sense of security in a time where things are changing rapidly and you feel like you're just barely hanging on. So 
there are many aspects that I am joyful for, and I am I am thankful for this year, even though it's been tough. I've really loved working with Alicia. I actually, I got to be her mentor over the summer. And Zach, to your point, I learned more from Alicia than I think she learned from me. Um, she is such a rock star. And she, she, like me, she was lucky to be supported by other modern classrooms educators. She talked about Bernadette Desario, Taryn Edwards. Um, I've been fortunate enough to work with both of these teachers and just what a team in a year where teachers have really had to rely on each other and, you know, go to each other for tech questions, big and small, emotional support. It's really, really good um, to take a minute and just, you know, I think recognize how thankful we are for our community. And that that kind of is the perfect segue to an educator that I've only recently gotten to meet. You know, Demi Logger, she's been a mentor for a while with Modern Classrooms. Um, but I didn't know Demi until I started working for the Modern Classrooms Project. And she and I, whenever we get together on Zoom, I just appreciate her so much, her energy, how much I I feel like she is just so vibrant. And I love that. I love that she brings that energy to her students and her colleagues colleagues and her mentees. Um, she's definitely one of our one of our most beloved mentors um, in the virtual mentorship program here at Modern Classrooms. And I, I, I loved what she lifted up here. Hi, my name is Demi Lager. I'm a middle and high school science teacher at Trivium Charter School in Santa Barbara, California. I am also a Modern Classrooms Project mentor. Something that I'm really thankful for is that the Modern Classrooms Project has multiple platforms for teachers to connect. I have built so many relationships with educators all over the country, including California, where I just moved. Many of the teachers I have spoken with live or have once lived in California. They're always sharing their recommendations with me on where to eat, where to drink, where to stay, and places to see. I have even planned a future West Coast trip with one of them. I really enjoy working and talking with other teachers. We solve problems together, share ideas, and just talk about teacher life. Thank you for connecting me with these amazing people. I probably wouldn't have ever met if it wasn't for Modern Classrooms. It's really good to hear from Demi. Um, yeah, like she, like she lifted up. That just, that brought such, that just made me laugh and just brought such joy. This idea that Demi is gonna, Demi, and I can totally see it. Demi is gonna be road tripping with one of the one of the educators she met through Modern Classrooms. Um, she she was mentoring. I really please send pictures, Demi. Please do. You know, it's been really fun to work with educators in a variety of contexts, and this is someone who, um, I again, I just met. Um, I can't believe all these educators, this incredible community that Modern Classrooms has built for us. Um, I look back at my life a year ago, and I can't believe I didn't know Alicia and Demi and our next educator, Ellen, Ellen Gamble, who is in Massachusetts and a new grandma, actually. Um, so she has a lot to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. And I just, I think to myself, isn't it strange that I didn't know all these teachers um, one year ago? Uh, so as these educators lift up how thankful you know they are for their the educators in their in their communities and in their schools, I just want to also say that I'm thankful. Um, that I've gotten the opportunity to work with these educators as well. Hi, my name is Ellen Gamble, and I'm the instructional technologist at Montachusett Regional Vocational Technical School, a vocational high school in Massachusetts. Connecting with the Modern Classrooms Project has allowed me to truly embrace an instructional strategy that I knew in my heart is ideal, but that I didn't have the support or encouragement to implement. 
I'm so thankful for the encouragement I received from all my professional connections from the Modern Classrooms Project, and I'm also thankful that I've been able to share that with my colleagues, reigniting a spark in some teachers who were just tired of simply going through the motions. Pebbles might be little, yet being a pebble in sharing the Modern Classrooms Project can have such a huge impact on the lives of both students and teachers. I'm truly thankful to be able to be one of those pebbles. So I loved working with Ellen. I was actually Ellen's mentor this summer through one of our scholar programs. You know, every now and then I still get to mentor teachers and I find it so inspiring. It's my favorite part of the job. And something special about what Ellen said is she talks about this idea of being a pebble. And ultimately, this is how the Modern Classrooms Project was created. Um, Rob and I talked about this in our last week's podcast. You know, we were just two teachers trying to solve a problem coming together. No intention to create an organization, no intention to create scale, just the goal of trying to figure out a way to meet students' needs better. And I think when I hear these voice notes from educators and I think about what they're thankful for, it's so often the capacity to work with others, the capacity to just share how to more effectively meet students' needs, regardless of the circumstances, not for pay and maybe extra time, but what keeps people going forward is the capacity to kind of solve problems for the betterment of kids. And I think that's so incredibly inspiring. Um, and ultimately, it's what makes the Modern Classrooms Project move. Like there is no Modern Classrooms Project if there isn't educators seeking to work with their peers to find better solutions to meet students' needs. And I just think that's so exciting. And, and when I think about what I'm thankful for over the course of the last you know, year, six months throughout this crisis, it's been watching educators in an unrestricted way work with each other to make it through this crisis. I found it so incredibly inspiring um, and continue to find it inspiring. It's what keeps me going every single day. When I hear from one teacher and I, I ask them if they can share their insights with others, uh, it keeps me going. And I, I think it's one of the coolest things about the teaching profession and, and is irreplaceable. Yeah. It's like Tavia lifted up. I hope that, I hope that teachers definitely feel uh, how much people appreciate them this year. It is one of the hardest jobs I think there is on the planet right now. And, and I talk to folks all the time about how it's uniquely hard because there is no right answer to almost every single problem out there. And in some cases, there are zero solutions. And to just hear from, work with, and see teachers who are still willing to problem solve knowing that's a reality has been inspiring. Zach, can you talk a little bit about sort of what collaboration has been like where you're at, like how you have worked with colleagues and been able to stimulate um, some of the incredible work that you all are doing? Sure. I mean, at my school, collaboration happens over Zoom. It's, I'm sure that most educators are currently familiar with that kind of collaboration. You know, we, we have department meetings that have actually been very streamlined because, you know, pe people don't want to be sitting on Zoom all day. And so we try and figure out the most important things to do and do them. And that's been super productive. I think that like with regards to collaboration in my own school, just the idea of giving each other grace right now has just really been very powerful. Um, and I think that the biggest benefit of that is not only that we give each other grace, but that we learn to give grace to our kids. You know, my school just had this big push to reduce the workload for kids. I think that people are coming around to seeing kids in a, in a more like human way with all of this that's going on. But I also want to say that I have been mentoring for Modern Classrooms this entire school year and, and the summer as well. And that has been just phenomenal for me in terms of learning new stuff. I mentioned this earlier on the episode, but, you know, collaborating with teachers that aren't at my school 
They teach me stuff. I copy things that they tell me that they're doing. I'm like, what a cool idea. I want to try that. And I think that, that speaks to what you're saying, Karim, and what you and Rob were talking about last week, how it's an organic movement that comes from teachers sharing with each other. Yeah. I know. I, I think often, I was like, why didn't, whenever I'm mentoring Zach, why didn't I do that when I was in the classroom? And I'm thinking that is so brilliant for a self-paced or mastery-based classroom where I love that video man, I should do that. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why I think that having this podcast is a really great platform for sharing that stuff because otherwise those conversations would just stay between me and my mentees or you and your mentees, right? And this way we're getting those teachers on the podcast and we, and we share it out that way. And I've always said, you know, the best professional development was always coming from colleagues. Like it just, ne- it proved to be the case every single time. When I was a teacher pre-modern classrooms project, When I got to visit someone's classroom, that's when I learned the most. I would learn the most from ways that I can improve. I would learn the most in understanding the challenges that I was facing and they were facing at the same time. Um, Even just professional development where it was just a group of teachers in a room trying to problem solve. Like the best professional development comes from colleagues. And hopefully that's what we've kind of created the Modern Classrooms Project because everything's created by teachers. Like there's no in-house team that's just like generating all these tutorials and ideas. It's actually just us soaking in as much information as possible from the incredible things that educators are doing and then trying to find the most effective avenue to share that with other educators. And I think it's an incredibly cool thing to see educators in the current moment rise to the occasion and just share as much as they possibly can. If they have a good idea and they think a peer can can use it um, and they they can find a way to actually implement it, then they'll share it immediately. And it's amazing because I think back to how the emails that I have in my inbox and how many of them are just me connecting one teacher to another teacher. Like I just connected one health teacher in Illinois to another health teacher in New York. They're both doing incredible things. They're both implementing the model and they're going to meet each other over Zoom and find new and cool and innovative ways to strengthen their practice. And I find that inspiring. Mm. Yeah. How cool is that? So now we're going to hear from one of the teachers I actually got to mentor in the scholars program as well. Her name is Erin Rose, and she's just a perfect example of one of those teachers that is always trying to support their peers um, and always sharing good ideas. But also, it's just been inspiring to hear how the models impacted her classroom. You know, ultimately, what gets me going every single day is to hear educators who feel like they're able to serve their students more effectively through our model. So I'm excited to share kind of what Erin Rose had to say about that. I'm Erin Schneider, and I'm so thankful to have found the Modern Classroom Model. It has allowed me to be my authentic self with my students. Being able to be myself has helped me build stronger relationships with my students during this year of unknowns. Just last week, I received an email from a student thanking me for working so hard to make her distance learning experience better. She will never know how grateful I am for that note. It keeps me going during these difficult times. I always love hearing from Erin Rose. It's incredible when you just chat with her how hard she works and how committed she is to her students. And it's no surprise that one simple note from her students keeps her going every single day. And I also want to lift up Brenda. Brenda was a fellow um, who's currently implementing the model. She learned the model over the summer. And, you know, one of the things that's fascinating and so exciting about Brenda's classroom is she's seeing real academic gains, real growth this year in comparison to her previous years. Um, And she really feels like the Modern Classrooms Project has allowed her to make that happen. So we're going to listen to her for a moment. Hello, my name is Brenda Harsinji, and I'm a middle school math teacher in Prince George's County, Maryland. I discovered the Modern Classroom Project on Facebook in early 2020, 
and I applied for the fellowship program and completed it in July. My school is currently fully virtual. I teach all of my classes over Zoom. And I began implementing the modern classroom model at the beginning of this school year. I received some pushback from my students initially, but I've seen an amazing increase in student learning and achievement. I often use the same tests from year to year, and I was stunned by how well my students did on the test this year, especially since I wasn't able to see them face to face. I am so thankful that I found the Modern Classroom Project and I've been able to implement it in my classroom. I'm also thankful for the opportunity it has given me to more fully engage my students during the current crisis. I can spend time each class checking in on my students and when my students are having a bad day, they can take some time and they're able to catch up when their situation improves. Modern Classroom has truly changed the way I am teaching my students this year and has made it possible for them to succeed. Thanks so much for listening. Wow, that is so cool to hear from Brenda that she's seeing those those improvements in her students' scores. And I have to say, um, I'm seeing something similar in my class. I mean, I was teaching in Modern Classrooms in the Modern Classrooms model last year, but I have I have found that like students are telling me that my class is less stressful for them than other classes. You know, the the structure that a modern classroom puts in front of the student is really I think it's really refreshing for them. And it's interesting. She mentioned that she got some pushback at the beginning. And I think that that comes from the kids having to learn to be a little bit more responsible. But once they understand that they're responsible for mastering a lesson, they can't just move on with, you know, just turn it in and move on. Um, they they understand how it works. And they really do learn to revise. They learn to go back. They learn to pace themselves. And they, they perform better. Absolutely, Zach. I agree with everything you're saying. And to to Brenda's point about noticing a difference in you know how students are performing on those summative assessments how they're how they're demonstrating mastery i experienced that in my own classroom i was a high school history teacher and uh, we kind of i would say divided into the historical skills and historical thinking and the historical content and i saw in i saw growth in both areas the students' content knowledge got far more specific when I started teaching with modern classrooms, when I was able to hold students to mastery and self-pace. And I was really, really happy to see historical skills, especially around writing, you know, contextualization, all of that really improved because I kind of had those checkpoints at the end of every lesson. You can't move on to, you know, to lesson B until you've mastered lesson A. Um, And it was really heartwarming to Brenda's point, to see that. And, you know, ultimately, one group of people that I do want to shout out um, at the end of this all is some of the incredible administrators, technology directors, the leaders at these schools and districts who have tried to navigate the moment. You know, I do spend a lot of my time working with school and district leaders who are really working hard a lot of times to try and find ways to support their educators, knowing that there is no easy answer, knowing that there's a lot of constituents and stakeholders that are struggling and trying to figure out a way to create the best circumstances out of a really, really hard situation. Um, And I've gotten the privilege of working with a number of school and district leaders who've really put teachers first, who've understood that the most important constituent that they serve every single day is the educators and creating the conditions for them to be successful is their number one goal and priority. And seeing those folks work um, incredibly hard day in and day out uh, to create the 
circumstances for their educators to feel supported has been inspiring. Um, and these uh, leaders that you're going to hear from now are just leaders that I've gotten to work with. They've brought the Modern Classrooms Project to their educators. They've seen the impacts. But ultimately, there's, they're leaders that just understand that teachers come first for them, and they need to find ways to support them and take care of them during this exciting time, and they worry about them every single day. So we're going to hear from some of our leaders now. Jamie Forshee here, weighing in as the Director of Instructional Technology from the Bellwood Annis School District in Central PA. Although the past few months have been the most challenging of my entire life, I have much to be grateful for. The unexpected loss of my sweet mother a short while ago reminded me of so many important things about life, most of which she instilled in me. Rise up, unafraid, despite the ache. Never take anyone or anything for granted. Love with your entire heart, and don't let time escape you. Instead, just do what makes your soul happy in the here and now, and live with no regrets. I am beyond thankful that I was blessed with a very wise, kind, funny, strong, and loving person that I got to call mom. Because of her, I am me, both personally and professionally. I am also super grateful for the opportunity to have developed a personal and working relationship with Kareem and Rob via the Modern Classrooms Project. Leading 28 teachers in my district through the process of converting their classrooms into engaging, meaningful, and personalized learning spaces has been nothing short of amazing. In addition, I've also recently begun to mentor educators from other districts around the country as they embarked on their own blended learning journeys, something I have really enjoyed being a part of. It's been really cool witnessing firsthand how this model has been the catalyst for transforming teaching and learning across all grade levels and in all content areas. I can honestly say that being associated with this program has been one of the highlights of my 32-year career in education. To wrap things up, just remember to count your blessings and always look for the silver linings in all aspects of life because they do exist. You just have to look for them. Wishing you and your family peace, love, and good vibes throughout this holiday season and beyond. It is so wonderful to hear from Jamie. I have had the privilege of working with her. They were one of our first school district partners out in Pennsylvania. They were our first school district to really dive in head first at the elementary level, cultivating kindergarten, first grade, third grade, fourth grade classrooms. More than anything, Jamie is just an extraordinary leader. Um, she's inspired me and the amount of innovation she's created in her school and district is just inspiring. Um, so it's just wonderful to hear from her. Yeah, that was powerful and inspiring. Next, we're going to hear from Colleen Dugan. Hi, my name is Colleen Dugan. I'm the Assistant Superintendent for Curriculum and Instruction for the Frontier Central School District. We are a large suburban school district located just outside the city of Buffalo. I had the pleasure of meeting Kareem Farah last January of 2020 when he came to our district for a staff development day. He was our keynote speaker in which he introduced our teachers to the Modern Classrooms Project. The teachers love the program because it really fosters a sense of independence in their students, no matter what level they're at, and it builds confidence in their students. But I love the program because I see that it really fosters a sense of independence in our teachers and builds confidence in our teachers to take chances and risks and continue learning different ways of instructing. Now more than ever, 
I am grateful that we have modern classrooms during the pandemic. I really want to let other people and teachers know how valuable this professional development has been for our teachers. You know, we're all here for students and to make students successful, but the only way to do that, and one of the most important ways to do that, is providing our teachers with quality professional development, and that's the modern classrooms. Thank you so much. It's so great to hear from our leaders. Uh, it's, it's really special to hear them putting teachers first and finding ways to still move forward innovation um, and create sustainable change over time. I think that's one of the most in- inspiring things that I hear from our school leaders is they're not just trying to give educators tools and resources to, to kind of make it through the moment, but instead make sure that those tools and resources can create change over time. And that's what we want to see, right? We don't want to overwork folks and we don't want folks to be like completely reinventing the wheel in a moment and then not being able to use those tools. Um, so that's really, really inspiring to hear. And I know this was a unique episode, but it was frankly a lot of fun. And I feel sort of energized after its closing just to hear from all these folks and the things they're thankful for in such a tough time. I think it's really refreshing to kind of hear from our community of educators about the things that keep them going, the positive things they're seeing. You know, we're in for what is likely going to be a challenging winter um, and to know that folks are still pushing through and inspired by their students and the work that they do every single day um, puts a smile on my face and makes me feel energized and refreshed. So we're going to close with that. Educators, please, please, please get your rest during Thanksgiving break. You're some of the most overworked people on the planet right now. You deserve rest. You deserve some time off. Try not to think about your classrooms. Try not to think about your students. Just focus on getting some rest. Um, as always, you can follow our work at www.modernclassrooms.org. Our Twitter account is at Modern Class Proj, as well as our Instagram account. Um, if you're interested in our free course, learn.modernclassrooms.org. But really, don't worry about anything and just try to get some rest. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, teachers. Take care of yourselves. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye, everyone.